Hello. Hi. Uh -oh. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I hate technology so much. I'm so bad at it. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I'm very grateful for it. I'm yeah. terrible at navigating it. So it has it has its good parts and bad parts. Sorry, I was like, picture fell. I have to fix it. It's probably gonna fall while we're talking. <laughs> well, uh, I thought you were doing like uh something like being an artist about it. You know, like I'm gonna be putting this up when. <laughs> But I was, uh, I used a uh, sticky tack instead of staples, so I guess that, or not staples, push pins. I was being lazy. <laughs> no, that's fair. I'm lazy about hanging stuff all the time because I hate hanging stuff. I want it on my walls. I don't want to be the one to hang it. <laughs> it looks great behind you. Oh, thanks. I'm like, this is the only wall I feel like I could do a music podcast at in my house. You know, the rest of my house is like very much my husband's <laughs> decor, <you know? laughs> outdoorsman stuff. So I'm like, this wall has to be there, but my couch is hideous, so I won't sit over there. But <laughs> oh, oh, how have you been? Window. Hmm? So it's near the window and there's like that backlighting. This is where I do all of my work meetings because I feel like it's well lit it looks very nice uh, yeah you can see your face and got show posters behind us so all that isn't that weird that you have to think about that now yeah <laughs> what is my background gonna be <laughs> you know what i mean oh i sat on the couch but it's in front of a window and everybody you know kind of like i might have might as well have called into the meeting <laughs> you know like yeah i see your face and it just it doesn't, really doesn't matter <laughs> oh gosh well, how have you been? How how are things? Good. 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 I'm, uh, you know, we're very much in prepping to move mode. Transitions all everywhere. Transitions yeah. this year. It's crazy. But if, you know, because we're not leaving till February, I'm really, you know, trying to stay in the moment and stay oh. in the now. And I'm still yeah. kind of, you know, very partially working for the Mish, mm -hmm. but I'm a little bit involved in that world and. Uh, and that all went, I guess this is not the place to ask about that. <laughs> I kind of remember that, but, but everything's smooth there still. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, honestly, it was like something that was like going to happen anyway, and sure. COVID just set it up. Yeah. So. I feel like that happened kind of a lot, like in a lot of areas. For a lot of people, like, yeah, yeah. like it wasn't, it was just, the, and the circumstances, you know, they're not ideal. And so, you know, I feel like, for, I feel like both like a blessing that we're all in this together but also just like it's not like a good place for anyone to be in right it's really <laughs> heavy it's really heavy there's a lot of good change happening but it's definitely a lot of weight you know exactly um speaking so. of weight that's what this whole thing is about um just women in the music scene and how it's all it's just seems so different for us than it is for men a lot of the time. Not all the time. Most of the time it's welcoming and exciting just as equally, you know, but yeah. sometimes like we have our traumas and things that we have to like deal with in such right. a scene, you know, um, versus I guess other aspects of life. Well, and I've, so I've been thinking a lot about that um, 
how is it different from the rest of life? Because, you know, I'm starting to, like, you know, is it different from the rest of right. life? Do I, you know, like my interactions at the grocery store, I feel like are different than uh, my male partner's interactions at the grocery store. Like, and I, you know, like the grocery store has a hierarchy. Like if you go the day before Thanksgiving, a little old lady with a shopping cart will mow you down. Yeah. And like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, don't get annoyed. You know, and like, and maybe met, like, um, you is it wrong to say that like many men would feel lost in that moment or lost in that situation you know and I'm not right and this is not <laughs> yeah it's not like you know like yeah I you know I think about my interactions in music and and how I feel like the biggest issue I've had isn't just in music it's just in life in general yeah and it's like that is not being taken seriously yeah. right off the bat or being put into like a box like you're in a band are you in an all-girl band yeah what then, is it? Uh, you play poppy stuff <laughs> yeah well exact or um the female role in a band is often like if it's a band band like they're often the silent bass player mm -hmm. um i've been thinking like you know and then there's always like the female drummer that like breaks all the rules right sure. um or like they're often like a keyboard player a violin player and and then you're like, well, is it because, you know, like, what are the reasons that led to that moment? You know, like, yeah, do, you know, do girls like, why did I choose to play the flute in band? Right. I chose it because it was pretty. And I like things that were pretty. I definitely regretted it once I got in the room with the trumpet. Yeah. Should have been a drummer. <laughs> I love that. I should have gotten any of it, you know, like I'm <laughs> thankful for people like you who learn any instruments because I'm sitting here like all I can do is just like watch you do your thing and enjoy Aww. it because I can't, I am not musically inclined. I mean, I was in choir for a long time and always <laughs> like participated in like vocal stuff but I think that's also part of it too is that if you're a female vocalist then it's got to be like this kind of band you know like that's sure. the box you're put into you know and that's what I love what I loved about Stella Luce is that it was like so different so like it wasn't you weren't expecting it you know what I mean the first time I went to see you guys like just because I worked with you guys and I was just like oh my god <laughs> that's amazing Thinking about that sort of just today we were practicing and um, in Stella Luce, it was all like, it was like everything was at 100% all the time. Like we just like, it was fun to belt things out. Mm -hmm. And in the new project, things are dreamier and breathier and like mm -hmm. more subdued so that when those moments do get big, they're, you know, they're more drunk. dynamic. But like, I've, a lot of people have expressed their, you know, I don't like girl singers or I'm, I, you know, I always listen to male singers because I just like the way that sounds. And I wonder sometimes why the person I'm thinking of, I'm like, did he say that because he doesn't actually like the way, like the sound? Right. Or is he threatened by a strong female presence and he prefers them to be more dainty and delicate and breathier yeah. and have less opinions? Yeah. And, and that, it could be very well that one person 
issue sure. situation. But you know, like I feel like a lot of times we don't ask ourselves that question. And you know, I am a woman, so I do tend to like pretty things, and I do yeah. tend to like other female singers. Like you know, I like if you go to my channel on my Amazon Music, you know, it's mostly female singers. So yeah. is it? is you know is it weird for a man to like male singers no that seems kind of natural actually well why <laughs> why can women love male singers but men have such a hard time loving female singers and i and i don't know that all and that's all, not this was that it's one fun. this one guy but like <laughs> yeah, like as far as trends and that it definitely does seem to be a trend right my, um i brought up to my sister who's also been in lots of bands that we were gonna you know be talking about this and she always you know when she first started playing in bands in Fort Collins, it was, I don't know, the late 90s, early 2000s, and they were like, are you in the band? You're not <laughs> with the band? And she would have to, like, get off of stage and have this conversation with the bartender every single night at each, like, you know, and, like, yeah, every show, show everybody, but she, like, always will come back to that moment where, like, it was a struggle for her to be like, no, like literally on the stage. Yeah. I was Not a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm performing. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, that's so hard. Like, especially when how convoluted the like music industry is when you're working in it. Like I remember working at the venue and not, not knowing who was playing at all. You know what I mean? So if someone were to go up, it wouldn't matter guy or girl, I would have no idea that they were. The and then on the other hand, you have to look at the bartender's point of view. Like, you know, yeah, like for every one girl in the band, there are five guys and they all have girlfriends. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not even girlfriends. It's like girls trying to be girlfriends. You know what I mean? Like, or yeah, or girls just trying to get free drinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird world. And that's what I did want to like specify is not like a man hating podcast. You know what I mean? Like I always worry that because it's women in music and we're talking about like struggles, but also the moments we felt really powerful you know and it doesn't necessarily have to do with men but just because <laughs> our culture is geared towards men you know it just is like men work more in the industry men they just they play a heavier part it feels like and absolutely then we kind of go unnoticed or people assume we're just like the groupie or the girlfriend or the, you know whatever and absolutely and so it's kind of crazy to me that like things like that like little like um female voice versus male voice and you don't really think about it but what <laughs> and sometimes i wonder is it a personality type i think probably personality type and do women tend to ha not have that personality type that makes them want to well and lyrical substance is probably very different coming from females rather than coming from males like the substance is probably different and the point of view so maybe that has something to do with it too like you're a woman singing about woman stuff which isn't usually necessarily the case like everyone can relate to like heartbreak or love or whatever i feel like it's not necessarily but some people are very tied to that and can't step out of that box of she's saying she's singing about he all the time so like right. it doesn't resonate with me you know what i mean absolutely so in that again you know it's artist specific but it's really easy um i do it too so in Solo we were very much trying to like 
live outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Like whatever the box there was, even if we stepped into it, we made sure to step out of it at some point in the song mm-hmm. and make sure that every song was a different box, even if it, if it had to be a box, at least sure. two boxes or every yeah. song was a different box yeah. or, <laughs> you know, but then I do it too when I'm listening to music and thinking of bands and thinking of artists in general. Like I want to put them in a box and they, you know, I'll talk about like two actors who have the same name or have a fit similar face mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, they're just interchangeable to me. They're both John from the 80s right whatever, you know whatever right. it may be and so then I'm like well and so like uh, with our most recent project um Vivian I feel like we've kind of tried to embrace the, the box. box a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like that though I mean sometimes it is good to just know where you stand and have like I've found lately that like goal setting or like intention is really important in anything you do and I guess that's like kind of why I started this because I finally like realized what I wanted my like actual intention to be you know like I've always been immersed in the music scene but like not really a part of the industry like really you know like kind of on the outskirts but not really in there and so it was like I don't even know what direction I would go and then I think honestly it was like that recent like all the bass nectar stuff and I was finally just like when are we gonna just talk to each other about being in this scene and like how we can support each other not that I'm in the bass nectar scene right but like just seeing how influential that person is and how ugly it can get and how people are silent yeah because people are always like coerced to be silent when they're victimized you know what I mean like I read a little bit um of I don't know a ton about it but I read a little bit of that whole thing and uh it was a letter from a woman that he had worked with and in the letter she addressed like that made me feel uncomfortable, but I feel like we couldn't talk about it because I needed you. And that was at some point, like the price you pay. Mm-hmm. And I do think like in like, I hate using me too is like, you know, a verb now, but yeah. I think about like people who have been called out over the, you know, last year or so. And my personal experiences with them, like people in our Fort Collins community yeah. where I was just like, yeah, that happened to me, but it didn't really bother me that much, and I just let it go, but, like, you walk around all the time, like, yeah, that happened to me, it didn't bother me that much, just let it go, right, and I, and I feel like there's, like, a fine line between being, like, a, like, an honest sexual being, where, like, men are like this, and women are like this, but women just tend to be, can be more tactful, or have been trained to be more tactful, because you have to be a lady, Mm-hmm. where a man uh, have often be trained you know like a think of like walking past a construction site like you know situation and like that is encouraged instead yeah and how like maybe as a culture we should just work on being more tactful in general yeah you know because yeah I, and I, you know I, I feel like each one of those situations is so different and so nuanced that you can't I hate the like cancel culture of it honestly I don't like mentality is not good (laughs) it doesn't give the person who made a mistake for one most of these stories are person versus person no evidence sure you know and while you believe women's stories 
to an extent there's always just like in any other situation the one that's just trying to get and that's why everyone deserves their moment to say how they which his response to all that was not it was like, I'm sorry you feel hurt kind of thing. It wasn't right, like that. an apology or anything. You know what I mean? Sure. It's hard. It's really hard. Because once you cancel someone, then you don't give them a chance to learn. And then they're what? Bitter? You know what I yeah. mean? Because they got canceled and they never had a chance for redemption or they never had a chance to grow. Maybe they didn't. You like you know, sometimes people truly don't know what they're doing is wrong. You know, I'm not saying, you know, there are definitely sure. situations where it's well, like, you and know I feel like, wrong. like Bill Cosby, he knew, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like each one of these situations is so specific to its situation mm-hmm. that like, it's hot. You can't like make blanket statements about, you know, like, to some degree, if I didn't want people to look at my boobs, I wouldn't wear booby shirts. Exactly. Exactly. But there is a there's a line. There's just the line is different for every person, and you don't yeah. know where the line is because it's invisible. Mm-hmm. Situational. And that's why communication? Well, let's just make this so more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get any more complicated. No, seriously, it's so hard. It's so hard because you want that's my problem too is like I want women to feel free topless I want women to feel free you know like I want them to feel comfortable like whatever they're wearing like I don't think we should be ashamed by our bodies but because this is the culture that we live in then like you have girls that like for instance go to base nectar shows wearing like a bra and panties with like fishnets over it and it's like well and your plan was to go do a bunch of ecstasy in your underwear and what you know, and no, like, and nobody was gonna touch you, right? At this, you know, so, but then there's like there's, and so again, the line for that person. Like uh, yeah, I feel free in this, but I still don't want to be touched. You know, like I get that. It's just yeah, I get it too. It's so but it's also like you tell that to my you know almost eighty year old father. Exactly, he, he wouldn't He'd understand like, that whatsoever. He'd be know? like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is why they have a problem when you're walking out the door with like short shorts you know but that goes back to the oh well it's what she was wearing and it's never what she was wearing you don't get to be assaulted again I feel like the line is when she said don't touch me and you say okay sorry and then like everyone moves on yeah (laughs) it's so weird that happened to me at a show once because the guy just like kept rubbing his butt on me and I was like what are you doing <laughs> and he would not go away I'm like dude no thanks you know like it's like yeah, that's that's what the line was. I said no I don't want your ass on my body at all thank you for that though goodbye <laughs> you know and it just it's you know that's all it should be and sadly it's not sometimes and that's what but then it's like the he said she said and it's very complicated. I think everyone needs to just slow down a little bit and like really think, <laughs> you know, I do instead think, of just uh, like, <sighs> some of all these coming out during COVID is because it is allowed for time to reflect, like mm-hmm. time with our families, just time, time to like to think about things and think about what you miss and think about the life you want, like you really, really want. Yeah, and you know, it, as tragic and as messed up as it all is, like I'm at least grateful for that. And yeah. I and I see it happening with other friends and 
family and you know like people are really like focusing on their dreams and that's a beautiful thing it really is I feel like yes it sucks and it's terrible and I want everyone to get well I don't want people to be sick you know but as a culture or as a society I guess would be a better word where everyone seems to be growing in some way you know what I mean it seems like it's a time of like real transition like we even started with that you guys are moving to New Orleans right no how you say it New Orleans uh New Orleans yeah Yeah, it's got New Orleans I'm not southern so I'm not gonna make it one word it's just it's two words (laughs) (laughs) so um you you're doing this as Vivian too like you're going to carry on very we are and we're gonna you know once shows are a thing what's that how do you classify Vivian? Like, oh, um, we're calling it Dream Pop. I like that. That's very yeah. So, um, very electronic, but uh, you know, playing live instruments and trying to just—it's all about vibe. Singing, I dig it. Love it. Um, yeah. But I always love seeing you guys together. I know uh, I might get some hate from people in Fort Collins. I don't know how. I don't know, but. <laughs> I know that I love you guys together and I've been waiting like years for you guys. So <laughs> seriously, I'm it's like really one of those things that it wasn't a thing. And right. then once we realized it could be it yeah. very natural and like and doors have opened, you know, both you know, like just everything feels possible. Yeah. So that's a beautiful thing. That is so, really beautiful. And you guys are going and, to New Orleans. Nor- Nor- and yeah, like the, <laughs> the choice to move to New Orleans um, was actually not band focused. Um, it's, it's family are moving there. And so therefore we're moving there. And, um, and so we're going to make the most of it and travel as much as possible. So our plan is to um, travel 2021 and play music, even if um, venues still aren't open and we will be uh, finding friends and backyards and neighborhoods. My backyard is always open for you. Awesome. So <laughs> that's kind of the plan is to just, you know, and you know, if if it's a brewery or a restaurant, you know, we can play brewery restaurant music and play for food. And then, you know, if it's a house party, we can like make it a, make it an event and make it a memory that people yeah. can really, you know, make some friends and something lasting that maybe if 2022 venues open again those people will venture out of their homes and so kind of hoping for the best and planning for the worst but the worst is like it's great so I'm fine (laughs) pretty solid New Orleans is so cool I've never been there I already told Tim I'm coming to see you guys please do I have to like all things spooky I've been into lately. Like, oh, yeah. So I'm, I want to go so bad. We've been binging all of the um, YouTube stories. So I feel like I've already been on a lot of the tours and heard the ghost stories. And then <laughs> it's fun because you're like, we've been following these, you know, tour guides. And then they'll like do another um, episode that they're like, well, that's, you know, they're like, well, this is what, how it really happened. But they won't, <laughs> don't want us to tell that part on the tour because everybody just wants ghost stories, which is fun right great. it really is fun I like that I, I love the Fort Collins have you what's that have you been on any of the tours in Fort Collins mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've been on two of two of them actually 
Um, when I heard that one of them is closing permanently because of, um, and I forget which name is which, but uh, one of them, you go and the, by two women, and one is a historian and one is a medium. Oh, cool. And so the historian will tell you the story of the area, and the medium will, if the ghost is around, talk to the yeah. ghost and like give like insights in that way. That's nifty. It was fun. It was yeah. fun too because they don't tell you which is which, and so I don't want to ruin it, but it, I'm gonna wasn't have to who, it wasn't who I thought it was. You should. You should. They were great. I hope they're still doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry I cut you off though. You were saying they do the tours and stuff, but it's different. Um, Just, you know, history versus entertainment. Right. And I feel like New Orleans's um, entire culture is very based on the, the now and the present moment and you know just enjoyment of life and I'm really looking forward to just learning about that culture down there and having fun mm -hmm. that's great so cool. that's so cool. like, <laughs> and that's you know perfect we're not <laughs> we're not jazz musicians though we've been studying a bit just so we can jam with people when we go down there but um you know finding our scene in a in a city will be fun after being part of a small scene and you know we're not it's funny because you know we're leaving but we're not I, I have a feeling that we're going to be around almost as much as we were in a way you know yeah. like a lot of friends i only see once or twice a year exactly i'll still see them once or twice a year exactly. yeah <laughs> all together right Hopefully. yeah when we gather again yeah seriously whenever that may be geez I'm like it's so weird. I've only been in the Mish one time this year. I'm like, so I weird. I mean, I'm gonna go this week, but nice. still, it's. I I have only I saw, um, P Man Matt Mahern play on one of the nice. Sunday like, afternoons. <laughs> That's fun. Did you go to the Ginger Whale show or did you at the farm? Oh uh, no, no, I missed that. I just, I wanted to go, but I was like, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I get nervous when I'm by myself, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I have to talk myself into going places alone, but I feel like it's a, it's speaking of women, it's an empowering thing to do. It really and You should do. And even um, eating out alone. Yeah. And, you know, doing, you know, because in the beauty of our community is you will see someone that you, you know. know, or you will make a new friend, exactly. and then you're more likely to make a new friend if you, right. if you're you by, know, yeah. if you're by yourself, so. Sure. A thousand percent. I, um, I love that. I, now I just lost my train of, I got excited, and then I lost it. <laughs> and, I, and I do, and like, and I, again, with like the men and women thing, I think that that is a trait. I feel like women are less likely to go places alone, Definitely. and there's a laundry list of reasons why, but I know that everyone feels that way. Mm -hmm. like, I, I would have gone, but I didn't want to go by myself. Right. Like, and I'll do it like, I like drive to a place and then sit in the car and be like, I'm not, maybe I could still, <laughs> still chicken out. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you gotta psych yourself up and then you do it. Yeah. You, I, exactly. you know, and I've never regretted it. Right. No, you always have to send it, you know? I um, learned that with, um, like, you know, Umphreys is my favorite band, and for a while I only went if I was going with people, but that was always, like, a boyfriend or something, but I love the band, like, so much, and sure. 
when I broke up with said boyfriends or whatever, I like took a hiatus because I was like nervous to go alone. But once I started going alone, I'm like, I am so thankful my husband doesn't like going to concerts because I love going to this stuff by myself and just talking to random people. Well, and you can watch the show. Yeah. I feel like that about um, festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like three people is the max you want to be like, including yourself, two yeah. other people is the max yeah. you want to be with at a festival because you can't can't go from stage to sta- stage or you know or actually enjoy because when you're with a big group of people everybody wants to talk and you're like yeah. i do like you and like to talk yeah. to you i'm but here to watch music yeah <laughs> you need to go <laughs> and everyone enjoy what's happening right here. <laughs> yeah no that's so true last year was the first time that i went with only two other people and like to summer camp in illinois and it was so smooth you know what I mean? Like, I love my family that I usually go with, but it's a headache to coordinate that many people, you know? And then, like, well, what stage are you going to? We're going to this one. You know what I mean? And by the end, now it's like you're late and you're running through 100 degree heat and crowds to well, get. We have to agree on what to do to yes. stay together. And inevitably, the group does not stay together. Oh, no, so it's like, why try? <laughs> it's better just to have a buddy or buddies. And, like, yeah. you know, and that way, especially at a festival better to have friends yeah yeah you don't want to be alone alone necessarily yeah, like festival com- but that's a little dangerous sometimes but um yeah yeah it's you yeah know. you're so right that's funny you say that. I didn't even think about it but last year was definitely like just because you don't have to worry especially like camping stuff you don't have to worry about like where are 20 people gonna camp <laughs> you know like it's like there's three of us we can fit anywhere <laughs> you know and that is so simple have you um played what is the halloween one out here that like the real one yeah have you guys done that one um i did it with fierce bad rabbit nice. and we had a blast uh <laughs> women in music that uh show we dressed in drag nice <laughs> all the guys in the band uh wore dresses and wigs and uh our singer chris anderson like he looks just like this like uh friend fan we had in nebraska i was like wow like it's amazing how similar anyway uh and then i uh wore a suit and a hat to cover my hair and the suit was too big and then we put a little um i basically look like charlie chaplin hilarious <laughs> I didn't mean to dress up like Charlie Chaplin. It's just one happened. Wanted to put on the bowler hat and the mustache. I was Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. That's awesome. I want to go to that one real bad because it's just so local, you know. But it's great. It's a great time. Yeah. I put a lot of like love and effort into it, and I'm. It's, you know, it's actually neat to see how it's grown over the years and what it's become because it really is a staple. Yeah. I, Halloween such a fun time to you know it's a good time to camp I love camping in the fall it's like my favorite I don't know something about it because in Indiana we would go that my grandma's birthday was at the end of October so and they love camping so we would go to this like state park every year and the leaves are because it's Indiana so the leaves change later than they do here you know sure the leaves are changing and it's just like smells like fall and everyone's doing the fall stuff it was so much fun you know so it's like always gives me the warm and fuzzies when I get to camp in the the fall oh yeah I can't wait for fall it's so (laughs) I know it's getting it has been kind of cool in the mornings lately it's been glorious really noticed because we don't have air conditioning so I'm very (laughs) 
connected with how cold it gets tonight yeah. or not. <laughs> Our air conditioning broke lot, like, I don't know, two years ago and we just haven't, it's like there's two weeks where it's really freaking hot. And the you don't really need it in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and now I'm waking up and it's like 50 degrees in the house. I'm like, ooh, you know, it's a little chilly, but then it gets to 90 still, you know, it's still nice out, but. I've been in, it, I've been thinking about it a lot since we've like very, you know, thinking about the move a lot. I'm like, enjoy every time you're cold. Seriously. Enjoy it. Seriously. Enjoy every cool day and every breeze. And I forget how <laughs> South Louisiana is, man. It's oh. very harsh. <laughs> it's like a South yeah. you can go. I always forget. That's great. They have, they have a, three growing seasons. There are seasons, but not like not extreme. Not spring and fall. Right. Well, like not like that. Well, it's like spring and fall are long. Summer is even longer, and then there's no winter really, right? Not, not really. Although I think it has like snow a little snowed, bit, but maybe. not like you know. That's like a odd yeah oddity. yeah and it's not like it sticks it just falls from the sky sometimes <laughs> <You're> like, <"Right."> ah! <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm sure everybody's like funny <laughs> <laughs> like we got 17 inches in november no and one day no big deal that's so funny it's gonna be different are you from where are you from i'm from um southern iowa originally oh so you're like you're used so to i'm it. familiar with humidity and yeah. bugs when did you move out to colorado I moved here in 2001, so I actually live, I've lived in um, Fort Collins area longer than I lived in the place I grew up. Nice. And so, you know, and it's going to be about 20 years when we move in February, so, you know, I've been thinking a lot about, like, my time here and my time in music here, and um, just kind of, like, that journey, and it's, change is scary and I know that it'll be very good for me to you know go to a place that is about as opposite as I am and you know at least in some ways I feel like in other ways I'm like perfect for this (laughs) very much will go with the flow like it's not gonna you know like you don't expect me to be there on time. I don't expect you to be there on time and our expectations are exactly where they should be everybody's exactly Yeah, it's gonna be hard in Fort Collins without you guys, though. Like, you guys are, I mean, become staples, but I'm also, you know, as the scene, I've watched the scene change now several times and go through um, phases, and I feel like it's time for a phase, you know, another phase. Like, it's gotten to the point where we are, like, we've become like the elder musicians in town and then like uh, my my elder musicians are like ah you know but even so right. I met like, someone so at Boko MX last year and she was like oh yeah you guys have been around forever I'm like not forever <laughs> I am not but <laughs> long enough oh, God. <laughs> long enough to be you know let's in like let's count the women so I've been in Tim and I counted up 35 collective bands, and I think of those, I have, I was actually in less bands than him, because the ones I, like, I was just in, the ones I was in were longer, but, um, counting, like, women I were, was in bands with, um, I'm 
Two? Two women. Two? Of, you said not including you? No, so three of us. I'm trying to make not sure that that's correct. No, no, no. Three. So three plus you, three plus you, so four total. Yep. In that 20 almost years and 35 fans. Yep. Well, and then I guess if we're counting Tim's in the 35 bands, he had, I think he was in a band with two women. So, yeah. So, so a handful, less than 10. Yeah. That's less than, Yeah. Because a band is typically four people. Sure. Average three to five people, you know. Sure. And like in those bands I were in, like, you know, there was, yeah, three to five people bands. Yeah. So. A handful. You know, of and women we worked with in the industry. I think I like, we had one manager who was a woman, um, one sound person who was a woman, several, like a couple of lighting crew people who are women. And like, I'm seeing it, you know, I'm seeing it in the industry more and more now. Yeah. Like uh, the Holiday Twin, uh -huh. um, the crew, like is there are a lot of women on that crew and they made a post recently about it. And I was like, who are these like, people? Like I didn't recognize them. It just, but I'm about to, what were you going to uh, say? I'm about to meet them though. Uh, we haven't, I don't know when this is going to air, but uh, we are announcing that we're playing the holiday twin. On nice. September 1st, so I'm excited. Oh, fantastic. Well, so maybe we might uh, have to air you before. I, think, <laughs> yeah, I will, I'll like actually what it is. I think it's announcing on Thursday. So I'll like send emails and nice. tell real people for real. Yeah. Well, send me that info because I can just make sure that you're on the August Jamcast so that cool. we can advertise for that. Um, that's exciting. They, I might need to get in there because I just realized the other day that they've been booking concerts like almost every weekend. I'm like, are they even doing movies on the weekends anymore? There's two, there's two screens. So one screen is the movie and one screen is the concert. <laughs> and it's, it's through the system. So you can, if you felt so inclined, could change your radio oh. station, just turn around and watch the movie if you wanted to. Stop it. I went to a show there. I went to see the beans there and I in cycles and I did not realize that the other stage was still you were just so in the moment. You were in the mo you were there. I was there. I was having fun, you know, first show since February. It's neat. You know, it's it's weird how you can kind of hear the activity on the stage a little bit depending right. on how loud your radio is or how far back you are. Yeah. I've been thinking about it as we practice because I sing very loudly. And right. you're going like, to be able to hear me and then hear me. It's going to be funny. But That'll be uh, fun. Wait, so you're playing as Vivian? Mm -hmm. It's going to be our first in-person Vivian show. So that's exciting. Are you, is it like a few bands? Um, I, usually it's two. I have no idea who we're playing with yet. Probably shouldn't even be talking about it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm excited to, you know, get a chance to have a, like we've been practicing for the knowledge that we will play a show. Right. Actually having a real one to practice for is so exciting. great. And you know, and I'm seeing it now, people are starting to do um, backyard 
uh, shows and, yeah. you know, or street parties socially. Like, if you have one neighbor who has a porch or at least the willingness to run a, an extension cord out to their front yard and, like, yeah. people are willing to come out onto their, um, you know, front lawn. Are you doing the curbside concerts? No, but I would like to. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk. So, you know, stuff like that, I think it's, it's great to see communities finding ways. To yeah. Yeah. I think also my neighborhood is going to be one that we can use for yard or curbside because I am actually friends with my neighbors and I got college kids nice. behind me. <laughs> they won't care, you know. I've started, um, you know, part of our like plan for 2021, like is, is talking to people about that. And I've started to like hear like, in some cases people are like more interested in doing that than actually going out out yeah you know like they're and some I've been seeing a lot of Facebook people being like actually I don't mind you know like being social all the time was actually stressing me out and this is better yeah. <laughs> right I, I know. know very much like a homebody you know I like to be home most of the time and sure. I go out maybe a couple times a month you know what I mean but I need that go out time like I need sure. that social output I think I well when we were super super isolated I definitely missed it so much and I so even stuff like this you know it's it's great to have like to talk but when you talk in person there's even like that added um energy transfer right and, and so playing in person, it's other, you know, because we've done a couple streams, but it's really not the same and it doesn't well, sound great. How could it though, if like, I feel like every music experience I've had depended upon the energy of the crowd and that like bouncing off the energy of the people on stage. So like, Absolutely. if you don't have that coming back to you, then how, like, how is it ever going to be as good? Well, you know? and I, you know, praying for a vaccine because the there's some there's nothing better than like the sweaty in concert dancing your mind away like energy transfer moment that happens when you're all up close together and right it's all so cathartic it's, it's just it's, like there's nothing like it mm -mm. so you know can't wait for that again someday i don't know or maybe we'll like the whole world will change and we'll be people who remember what it felt like Right, which hopefully making them. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I do like though. You know, not that I don't want to make money with my music. I just feel like I'm, I'm going to do it because I love to do it, regardless. So taking the money aspect away, like as far as backyards go, and you know, I always felt like turning art into industry is flawed at its core yeah it's icky so already it, it is and you know and so it, that goes back to like the personality type the personality type goes for the certain thing and i like and i think about the 20 years in fort collins being in bands and playing music like i made decisions that kept me here yeah and i traveled enough where i was always grateful to come back to here because there are so many you know i've done other uh interviews about women in music and there, there's a lot of like let I want to hear the dirt like give me the dirt and I'm like you know other than like not getting as much respect as the guy standing next to me really isn't any dirt yeah and honestly over time that respect came as much as as much would do anyway it's not like 
you know, he unearned respect or anything, but right. um, it, the situation, you know, like the scene in Fort Collins and Colorado in general is really um, encouraging. There are a lot of women, uh, every like up the bands support each other and hold each other up. Yeah. I saw a band from LA move here and I think their parents, like they were young and so their parents moved here and they were, you know, like there is like this old school, like let's talk shit about each other culture. And so they started okay. doing that. And I saw bands in Fort Collins and everybody just ganged up on them and not like in a you suck no. kind of way. And yeah. like, this how, why would you ever speak to anyone that way? Yeah. Shame. Like, yeah. and not like we'll not go to see your shows anymore, but also grow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, grow up. <laughs> and so it's like, it's lucky to have, have a scene like that here. And I feel, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think people here know that, that it's lucky because, you know, so many people come from other places. Right. Yeah. And, it is a very, like, I don't want to say diverse. I feel like diverse isn't the right word it's, for the It's small. So, it's, you know, everyone does know each other. And it's, yeah. It's, but it's so cool because I love that I can go out in a city of 150,000 and still probably run into someone I know. You know what I mean? At the very least, because I work at elementary schools, they, like, I run into a kid I know and their parent is like, why is that lady talking to you usually? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hi! (laughs) But still, like, you know people everywhere, you know? It's kind of crazy, though. It does get stressful and it is nice to, like, even now, my mom, okay, my mom is, like, obsessed with wearing makeup. When I was in labor, she was, like, had to go back and put her makeup on before she went to the hospital, right? (laughs) Not this time, but my first. And um, so I always try to tell her like, hey, if you wear your mask, you don't even have to like really do your makeup. Just put some mascara on and you're good, you know? And she's like, I guess that is nice. I'm like, it's crazy that you (laughs) can't leave the house without doing these things. But if, you know, the mask helps that. Let's do that. The mask does help that. Yeah, well, and then you know, like again, like goes to expectations. You mentioned the ginger whale farm. Uh, there's this photo that Fierce Rider Rabbit took years ago where we were scientists, and in the photo, I was making just a horrific face. It was there was an explosion, mm-hmm. but it, like the face was far from flattering, and <laughs> purposefully, right? Right. Yeah, but <laughs> um, I remember Jason Downey like commenting on it in a in a like in a encouraging way he was like it's so refreshing that you don't feel the need to you know be like overly beautiful or sexy all the time and blah, blah, blah. and I honestly hadn't even thought of it like I just thought it was funny yeah because it was all about the photo right but then in retrospect I'm like you're right like some people you know I definitely you know judged before we did this call like I don't think I should be wearing my hair in a mess you know like normally it's like flopping all over the place I got like baby spit up on my shirt you know what I mean (laughs) it should probably put some mascara on and to that extent yes and I totally understand my mom like about you know certain times wanting to look nice because you don't so you're putting effort out into the world yeah and, it's kind of like how people hate on the bands that wear like pajama pants on stage or like shorts on stage is like you cannot wear shorts on stage as a performer like well but why well, again right so like and 
it's like a two-way street of effort versus judgment right. and 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 then again with the gray area how far can't do you have to go and how far should you go and um so i can't remember the name of the band but it is a perfect example of kind of the same situation where i commented i was like i don't really like his vocals mm -hmm. i didn't like his vocals because they sounded lazy and conversational like he wasn't really trying to sing very well right and um the guy i said it to first was like offended and then really thought about it and he was like that's why i like it yeah. he's like i like it because it sounds like it could be literally anyone singing yeah. and yeah. it makes me feel like i could sing and then and the rest of the band is very like technical and like sure. interesting and all over the place and the vote and i was like so the vocals very much stood out as and then I was like, so, and that's its all, whole entire style, you know, right. it's like the vibe we're putting out there is like, we spent all of our time working on this lick. Yeah. The vocals are really bad. Us. <laughs> maybe the pajama pant band is yeah. like, you know, come as you are party. Yeah. And um, in other projects like Stella for instance, like uh, evening gown was often part of the, was supposed to create like part of like the, the, the vibe of the thing yeah. was yeah it's the ambiance of it all mm -hmm. and um in vivian i've started wearing uh a wig because it's you know in a is way is it like a spacey wig is it like it's, is well it? it's the right pink? now it's short and pink i knew it <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is that it's you know it is dream pop so the idea yeah. is that it's supposed to be surreal and kind of put you in a space where you're like did i imagine that i don't yeah. know you know and uh -huh that where you're awake but dreaming mm -hmm. scenario yeah like you know you're dreaming and so weird yeah but i feel like life is like that a lot of times mm -hmm. just turn on the tv and like, am i dreaming is this really <laughs> right. happening? yeah exactly how do we know any of us is really real <laughs> we don't <laughs> I, and we don't and and you watch like there's so many you know everyone's living in their own reality and mm -hmm. to some extent there's no escaping that oh no you are in your own reality no matter what so it's really up to you to make your reality whatever it is you know so we talk about women and music is a very like discussed topic um you know to be in music all you have to do is be in music, in music. <laughs> so I, it now like there's so many different levels of that right you know so to be in mainstream music to, you have to do other you have to do other things yeah and to be a woman in mainstream music you know again with like there there i don't yeah i don't know that i could cross those obstacles mm -hmm. but again like that's in our industry and well i, I think see. a lot of the time what's that well, I was going to say, I think a lot of the time with the mainstream stuff, it's not even people performing their own songs, right? Like, sure. they're not no, that have been given to them, so it's not really... It's a, well, again, always it's, it's a product. It's a, right. it's a box. It's a thing to, like, I'm selling this vibe, I'm selling this. And sometimes, like, Lady Gaga comes to mind, like, you know, it's, I'm selling you empowerment. Sure. Like Madonna. Yeah. Madonna was very much that, you know, even Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston, like all those ladies in the 90s, freaking Gwen Stefani and Jewel, like they're all yeah. just like, 
you know, women, I, and they were mainstream too, but mainstream, I feel, has changed since the 90s to where it's oh. not as authentic, I guess, like, per the performer. I feel like Lady Gaga does her own stuff, but then you've got, like, Kesha. But it's part of, right, I'm not super familiar, but when I, I've been, I've been researching and like, but I think even in, like, we go way back, go back to Gwen Stefani and Jewel and think, you know, like, they were manufactured to a certain extent. So, you know, you do what you do and then someone comes along and they're like, you'll make money if you do. We can sell that. Yeah. (laughs) Let's tweak it a little bit or whatever, you know, like. And that's hard to say no to when you know that you can get that big, that fast, you know? I don't know that anyone would say no to it. You know, you see uh, people really get on artists for, um, they sell, selling out. Like, well, like kind of a plan. Right. You know, you're not just making pots. I mean, okay. You make pots because you like to make pots. Sure. You make, and you, and you like getting better at your craft. But if someone came along and said, I'm going to give you $5 or $100 or a million dollars for that pot, you go, okay, yeah. you can make another pot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take your pot and I'm going to put my pot in it. You don't say no. You say, yeah, give me your pot. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I made the pot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, I think it depends on how tied you are to your art and how tied you are to money, right? Like, it's a balance and you let it sway whichever way you want. Like, you can probably make more if you... But I don't think those sellout opportunities really do come as often as people... No, but, I mean, I feel like, historically, I probably would have made different music had money been the ultimate goal. That's fair. And it might have taken the last 20 years to, re- like, it's taken me all this time to realize that, like, I feel like people, like, I, I'm just waiting for this to happen, or I'm waiting for this to do this, or, like, this is what I've always wanted to do, but it maybe isn't what you've always wanted to do, because you didn't do the things necessary to get there. Right. You know, if yeah. you, you have to go to the place mm-hmm. where things happen in order to be in that place at that time. So trying to figure that out, I feel like for all of us and, you know, I hear a lot of, you know, people like ask, like, how do you be in the music industry? How to be in the music industry? But nobody really knows what that is. So, right. you know, Even when you're in it, it's different for everyone. So it's not like. Even working in it, really, it's taken, it took time working for the um, Mishawaka, even learning all the ins and outs of you know, the difference between a tour manager, a manager, a publicist, and a marketer, marketer, like, just like the, like the slight different, you know, yeah, um, it's nuanced, and like, and it's different, you know, because every, some people are all of those things, Mm -hmm. and in other cases, they're separated, and they're very specific, I only do this one specific thing, and you only talk to me about this one specific thing, um, yeah, And I think it's an industry that likes to um, take advantage of people's passion Mm. to have them work for free. But the problem is there really isn't a lot of money in it. So if you're a person putting up the money to make the thing happen, of course you need to recoup your investment. And yeah, and hopefully through COVID, the industry will change for the better. Yeah. I worry that only um, 
corporate America will survive, and that includes music. That because, very much seems to be the trend across yeah. the board. And Which that is why, I'm, you know, <laughs> curbside concerts, backyard concerts, personal interactions, like, seem to be all that there really is, so. Yeah, I'm like, is it time for all these bands to stop using Ticketmaster or what? <laughs> you know, like, they Again, destroyed. If someone says, I'm going to give you a million dollars, do you say no? Exactly. exactly. The show, but know? now they're not even relevant. So it's like now maybe is the time to like change shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. It's just so bizarre because like you said, it does kind of take advantage of people's passions sometimes. And it's America, I feel like, is the land of the middleman. You know what I mean? Like, they're always just, like, paying a middleman instead of paying people directly. So while I do hate to see venues like Hody's leave, if it means that I ask you to come play at my house and you have a room to stay in Fort Collins and... And you're more likely to do so because there aren't places, yeah, you know, other places to play. Yeah. I feel like that sort of thing will happen more often. And, you know it's sad seeing like local venues go away the zodiac in uh colorado springs comes to mind mm -hmm. but those people still live there sure. and the communities will pop up again somehow, uh, yeah, somehow. They, yeah. They do, Hopefully. You know? yeah that's what we've been talking about we want to just like buy land and do kind of the drive-in thing but like with space for camping and with space for like our own houses or whatever so that like we can just be there all the time and host stuff like this because if this is going to be the future, you know, awesome. as we know it, then at least we'll have a place, you know. And even even if it, you know, even if it isn't, look at something like Halloween, like it grew to like, it grew from like a Halloween party yeah. to a Halloween festival. Like you can yeah. legitimately call it a festival. Like mm -hmm. it's not just a party. Right. Than that. Once you're once you're renting porta potties, yeah. it's it, no longer just a party. It's, a, it's at least wedding status. Exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say I had to rent porta potties for my wedding, and I was like, oh my goodness, we are doing the same. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, a, it's a there's logistics, and nuances, and so and I and it's hard because bands I think see the music industry from their perspective where they're like, I made art right, now, pay me. Yeah. Where, you know, a venue is like, I pay rent now. Yeah. I need pay to pay me. rent. <laughs> yeah, pay me. Like, yeah. so, and that's like, it's at the very, I hope, I hope you mentioned the middleman. I hope this all, and you like, know, that. like eliminate some of it, or at least. To like be successful in the industry and like house these bands and everything. But I just feel like, and maybe that's kind of what Danny is doing with like the save our stages and everything. Maybe that's their goal. Is to like have it community funded. I don't know if that's their goal. I don't. Well, they're lobbying the government to yeah. at least consider um, to include them in the stimulus packages. Right. They are small businesses. Yeah. And every you know whether it be a restaurant or a music venue, um, you know they're seemingly forgotten. Totally. Yeah. You know, and, no, and, and people like this are like, life savings. In it seems blatant businesses. though, doesn't it? Sometimes that the corporations are doing so well and stayed. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they're feels losing so money too. They just had more money, so they're right. Takes more to right. you know fail. It's where just like, you put right, in your life not. savings. <laughs> like that's right. all you got. There's no more. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It's so sad. I mean, in 
hopefully we do realize that it's important to us to have music and that our community should be funding stuff. You know, like certainly there's a way to reallocate money so that some of it goes towards the arts instead of. I hope so. I feel like in times of crisis, people really do turn to art and you know it's it's a part of how we make sense of our world and it's a part of how we understand you know the reality around us even if it is just our reality right um and that you know it's important for our mental health so important. it really is and maybe not for everyone but for a lot of us it really is like a mental health issue <laughs> you know the same way that like the dispensary stayed open or the you know, the liquor store has stayed open. Like, I don't frequent the liquor store. I frequent, <laughs> you know, the music store because I need music in my life. You know what I mean? It's just so, it's different world for sure. And it'll get better. And we're all learning and growing together, I think, and really picking out what's important, you know? I hope so. I, I think so too. I mean, I do think very, very firmly that we are all more alike than we are are different mm -hmm. and that it's really easy to feel and men and women combined in that yeah you know um and it's really easy to feel othered because life is just hard mm -hmm. but acknowledging that that we are alike and it's true in politics it's true in relationships like you know, like every conflict usually is coming, like a lot of times they happen because you both feel so strongly People almost the exact same way. Yeah. Like, have you ever had an argument where you're like, we're literally like saying the exact same thing, we're just mad, so this argument is continued? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. My husband and I all the time, I'm like, so we agree. <laughs> cool. Fine. <laughs> All right, then. I've <laughs> never been so mad about agreeing with someone. <laughs> exactly. And I, I just okay. think we're kind of going through that. And, I, and I've had this argument with my friends a lot. Um, but, you know, again, I'm from the Midwest where that, you know, it, it is the, they are, we are the other. Or they are the other yeah. that everyone's always talking about. And I've always been the, uh, like the odd duck in mm -hmm. that pool. And so going back, uh, some, you know, Again, like pe people face to face, like really are more alike than they are different. Yeah, it's so interesting. To think of people in like, big, you know, like it's like the mom mentality with the big sector thing or any, um, that you, you know, it's it's easy to lump everybody together. Like, I I want to see more women in music, but I want to see them just doing what they want to do, not necessarily getting preyed upon but then it's also up to the woman to like set realistic expectations of like how they want to get there totally. so i do see people make questionable choices in the name of their ultimate goal mm -hmm. and and that happens yeah. in hollywood and that happens right and you can't you know like it and then you can't be like you did put yourself there in the system that created that situation isn't good in the first place so how do we talk about it in order to change it and i think the only way to talk like to change it is to talk about it yeah instead of looking at you know, each other yeah totally. I, yeah 
it's so hard especially in the mid like having grown up in the midwest and having connections there because i do too i'm from indiana and it is very different there and it's almost a very different like mentality overall i i mean i see that but only because of who i'm connected to in colorado probably colorado is more similar to the midwest states than i'm seeing just because of who i associate with versus more similar to the midwest states than say california right right and but even then it's like so interesting to see the dynamics and see like the echo chamber especially of like Mm -hmm. when you're around then you don't think to get out i don't know it's i don't know how i got there and well and i see it so feeling in the middle yeah i i see them do it and i see here do it and i'm like it's not we're all together here we're all a hundred times it doesn't necessarily make it true yeah it's hard to know what is true Mm -hmm. even even as an individual like again like i'm living in my reality is what i say true right this is really happening right now yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a dream (laughs) definitely you know i've had worse (laughs) this has been a wonderful one really i had i think i had a weird one last night i woke up on one (laughs) me too actually (laughs) yeah i don't want to get into that i think it was just because i was really thirsty and half you know like oh yeah anxiety dreams Mm -hmm. happen yeah over and over and over your teeth fall out those are the worst shit. I ate that. I'm like, it was so real. I swear, I thought I lost all my. There was a spider, and he was very big and jumpy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> oh man. Well, I don't want to eat up your whole day. It's already been over an hour. Oh my gosh. Well, that was fast. I don't know. Are you? If you're gonna edit. You can edit all the parts out where we just chit chat and we'll only talk about women and music. No, I love it like this. He can use it, he can not use it. We'll figure something out. It's no, it's gonna get used, I swear. But I this always happens. It's like hard to interview people you know and care about because you just especially well, when we haven't seen each other in person in so long. You know? I know we needed that like a rigid initial <laughs> part where we just she just had a and- conversation at first and then <laughs> then then start recording once we have caught up <laughs> no it's great I so will you be playing venues do you have venues in mind that you'll be playing at in New Orleans or um we've been given some recommendations uh Sarah Slayton's one and then um of course we have ties to the um Blue Moon in Lafayette Louisiana mm-hmm. which is about a two-hour drive so I definitely would like to visit that place um you know, at this point, we're actually heading down um, next week uh, just to take a trip, and uh, we're picking up Tim's daughter and bringing her back here for the fall semester, and uh, you know, we're not going to, like, I feel like we're, you know, just going to show up and just kind of see what the air is like, Yeah. and so it might be reg- regular shows at venues, it might, you know, it might take us, I have no idea, Yeah. Like, it might take us a while to like build up enough cred to even get a show. Sure. And, but who knows? I'm just trying to like keep everything open and, you know, and just, it's, it's such a weird time to be a musician and like, let alone like changing jobs. I read this thing in the Wall Street Journal about it's like a terrible time to change jobs. And like, like, let alone changing an entire industry. Right. You know? So, here I am, like, leaving one facet of the industry to, like, really focus on full-time 
musicianship, which in some ways, New Orleans is the perfect place to do that because being a full-time musician really is a thing, but it, it again, it's different. Like, you know, you might be paid with supper. Yeah. And, which is wonderful. Sure. Uh, it's just not. <laughs> I, well, I, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate it. And so I'm glad to have a partner to, to do it with. And um, I feel like the community in Colorado is, you know, rooting for us, which is, you know, beautiful thing. So I know, you know, and like we've been in bands for so long, like we do have tour contacts throughout the country, mm -hmm. um, hoping that they survive long enough to be emailed. But it's so funny. Um, we were actually booking our tour, like the day we started sending emails was the day that we realized the country was shutting down and that there wouldn't be any shows this year. Like, and it, you know, cause you, you're living under the the lie that this could never happen to us. Right. I mean, us as like Americans. General, yeah. Yeah, like all yeah. of us. Yeah. Like that wouldn't happen. Well, well it's it not even a consideration, you know? Like I never. I didn't see, like, and my brother uh, about a week prior to that was like, this is coming. And I was like, no. And then, and then, and then suddenly I didn't have a job anymore. <laughs> right. Ugh. so weird it's it's weird but it's it's it'll be i think i think it'll be good in the long run you know i think so too and i think that um again like to bring it back to the uh women in music thing i really think that this moment of reflection is been great is that you know and that people should continue to talk about their experiences and you know i ask myself like if you're not feeling respected why are you not, you know, do you deserve the respect that you feel you have, you need? Yeah. Why do you feel like you need that? And okay. just continuing on anyway mm -hmm. has been kind of my, you know, Emma, like just keep, just keep doing what you, doing what you do. Right. Um, it doesn't really matter if, you know, you got the cold shoulder from the bartender or if you're not, you know, even in my own bands in the past, like I didn't feel like my voice was counted as much. Well, I'm not in that band anymore. Right. And you know, just yeah, as like yeah. a woman navigating the world in general, and the world of business, and the world of um, music, I feel like it's it's the exact. It's all the same. Yeah. Like, oh, totally. The way you approach it, it's you know, it's the it's the exact same situation. So. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that um, your own happiness comes from within. So. Mm -hmm if you're counting on other people to provide you with that, you're probably not going to find it because they are living their own experience and they're trying to find their own happiness, not your happiness, you know, Absolutely. Like, you have to go find your own happiness wherever it is, you know? Um, and, and those people who have like issue with women or issue with me or, you know, like it's usually more about them than it is about you anyway. Right. And, and I, you know, at my level, at my lowly level in the industry, like it's not really as much of an issue as it would be, I think, that if like once I get to another level, you know, like yeah. in the Lady Gaga le level, mm -hmm. I do feel like there, it is very much an issue. Yeah. But at that point, you are a commodity and yeah. our culture basically, there's like, okay. there's only a few representations of woman. Mm hmm 
you know, and you have to live within that box. Yeah. And so I, you know, slowly our culture is changing though. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there should be all the representations of women, you know, like non, uh, the the non-binary version of women, you know, the pajama pants version with throw up on their shirt because I'm busy (laughs) (laughs) because you know my appearance isn't the most important thing on my list of the daily activities and you know being being free to like you know just be just be is is exciting and I feel like we're getting there (laughs) we are we're getting there you're so right oh man well farther than my mom that's for sure yeah no I don't need to put mascara on to leave my house. Therefore, things have changed. Every day. <laughs> no, sometimes if I feel funky. <laughs> oh, it was so good to talk to you. Thank good you to talk me. to you too. Thanks for including me. Of course. And let me know what you know about um, playing opportunities. I know we're, in, we're excited. We do want to play as much as we can before we leave Colorado just to keep our like relationships yeah. alive. We've actually realize that part of the way we can do that is we're um we're working on our second album right now and we're going to start having um guest musicians record on it as much as possible so that when we we're talking about releasing it right before we leave town in January and uh it'll be kind of like everyone bought into it a little bit yeah because they're all on it everyone chipped in a little bit but I like yeah, I love collaborations. I live for collaborations of any kind. So. <laughs> Yay. Okay, I will um, include like your Vivian information and everything so people can tip you. And, yeah, and then at least look up your stuff so that they know where to find you. Awesome. Well, <laughs> I'll right. an email in. Yes, right. it's good to talk to you. Good to talk to you too. Bye. Bye. Take care.